Hey, welcome to this episode of the Primed for ADHD podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Tool, ADHD mentor slash coach. My goal for this podcast is to teach you something new, maybe offer new perspectives and make you think of things differently. I want you to feel validated, heard, seen, understood. I believe that we can all learn from each other and help each other. So today I'm doing things differently in this episode six. Aside from this intro, it's all off script and not a single topic. I noted a few thoughts that I wanted to share, but that was it. It was all stuff that had just been floating around in my head for the last couple of days. And I even considered recording this while puttering around my kitchen, just so I would have more of the natural talking to fr- friends who are in the same room feel. Because honestly, like when you know you have a podcast microphone in front of you, there's you know, a little bit of additional pressure. I mean, how many of you re- record and re-record your voicemails, um, outgoing messages, right? So anyway, I did use my fancy podcast mic, um, but I didn't record straight into my editing software. And I leaned back in my chair. I tried to get comfortable and I just spoke for like 20 minutes and things zigzagged and went around in circles and came back to things I'd been discussing earlier. And it was just like the way people speak. It wasn't linear and it didn't have to be. So I will apologize for the clicks. Like I noticed that when I played it back, I don't know if it's my mouse or not. I mean, I try not to use my mouse while I'm recording because it makes noise. But anyway, anyway, onto it. I hope you enjoy it. And if you're listening to this on Apple, you know, review, rate, all that. Um, and if you're subscribing anywhere else, like, share, you know, spread the word. I'm new to podcasting and starting to dig it. So, and I'd like to have people listening because, you know, otherwise I'm just talking to myself. So anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode six, what I call shooting the shit. Thanks. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Primed for ADHD podcast. This is episode six. I decided to try something a little different this time. And rather than come in with a topic and script it and read it, I'm just going to talk. I just came back for a run. And while I was running, I was just thinking of all these things to say. And I was thinking, you know, it's really too bad. It can't go straight from brain to audio. Um, and actually, it occurred to me maybe to uh, record while I was running. And then I thought, yeah, you can't really do that. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, you get a lot of atmosphere, a lot of breathing noises. So um, I'm just going to say what I can, what I thought of and such. And I don't know. I imagine there will be a lot of pauses here. Maybe I'll send this episode off for editing rather than doing it myself just to tighten it up a bit. But uh, yeah, I have an episode recorded an episode in quite a while. It's been about six weeks, I think. You know, life gets in the way. Last week I was about to record one and I had the mic plugged in. I was just about to record the intro and the dog starts to whine. And then I realize I'm hungry and, and, and. So here I am back from a 5k run in the evening. It was nice. Um, 
Yeah, so it's ADHD Awareness Month. I don't know if you know that, but there it is. Um, you know, I have problems with these awareness months and days and whatever. Uh, I feel like there sometimes these awareness months are just like about the day and you end up having like hashtag activism and awareness for one day and talk for one day and then what? And then what? Um, it's actually worse, I find, with the mental health days, things like the suicide prevention days, it's anything to do with depression. Um, I just find that a lot of that is about the corporations paying lip service. And a lot of those corporations are actually perpetuating, maybe that's not the right word. Um, yeah, I'll go with perpetuate. Um, they're... Fanning the flames of mental health issues, maybe. They are um, hurting people's mental health. I don't know. I think maybe you know where I'm going with that, though. And I think these are issues that we need to talk about all the time. But the good thing is, sometimes these days bring it back into our consciousness so we can keep talking about it. Um, and ADHD Awareness Month, maybe for the next few weeks, um, there'll be talk, more talk and you'll learn more. And you'll take that into more of your life. So maybe. So that's that. Um, yeah. Uh, another thing I was thinking about, talking about, was mental health. So we just celebrated our Thanksgiving in Canada. And a couple of days ago, I was sitting around the campfire with friends. And I said, you know, I've been, I felt, feel more mentally healthy than I have in years. And I was asked why, and, you know, I didn't get to all the reasons because, you know, one conversation just kind of leads to the other. Um, but I did note that the pandemic was actually good for me and my mental health. I know it wasn't for a lot of people, um, but being a deep introvert, I actually found it pretty um, nice to not have the pressure of going places and seeing people and having that energy drained and such. And, yeah, I said more than that, but it kind of came down to a lot of that. Um, I mean, there are other reasons I feel more mentally healthy. A lot of it's just having some good experiences. A lot of it is age, wisdom, other things. Um, so I had this conversation and then that was probably on Monday, I guess. And then Wednesday, I'm recording this on a Thursday evening. Wednesday, yesterday, I started to get the anxiety again. My anxiety flared up. My, uh, I guess, generalized anxiety. I'm still not sure my generalized anxiety disorder diagnosis was a correct one, but um, I did feel the anxiety all day and a little bit of the imposter syndrome creeping in. And it wasn't loud, nor was it like that stage whisper that's really obnoxious. Is more like, hey, remember me? I'm still here. It's just kind of that. You know, if you've seen Big Mouth, you could kind of imagine the monster that uh, that imposter syndrome might be. I call them my, those voices my inner gremlins. But it was kind of like, hey, remember me? <laughs> and uh, yeah, today it was also there, persistent and you know, really trying to get me. And you know, I was working on something at work today that, you know, it's, it's a relatively new job. I started maybe five weeks ago. I'm still learning. And, you know, here's a lesson or a reminder. 
Um, when you start learning something, sometimes it's going to be hard and frustrating and you have to just, uh, you know, acknowledge that you can't be hard on yourself. And of course I was hard on myself, of course, because I want to get it right, right away. And, you know, there are deadlines, darn it. And then I have to remind myself that this isn't rocket science. Um, this isn't brain surgery. Nobody's dying. You know, it's, yeah, I mean, it's important to people. It is important. And I do actually sometimes dislike the, oh, well, it's not, you know, brain surgery analogy, even though I just used it because, you know, things are important. Um, but anyway, everyone's super supportive and that's really awesome. I find most people are. They'll say, oh, you know, there's a learning curve. It's cool. You're learning. It's cool. Whatever. So anyway, any frustration um, was there. And I was thinking about how with ADHD, um, sometimes it feels like you're working harder to achieve the same result. And then I thought, but is it really an ADHD thing? And it took me back to something I think I discussed on a previous podcast, um, which is basically comes down to, is it ADHD or is it just a character trait? Um, I, I answer a lot of or questions or at least read a lot of questions on online forums about ADHD. Sometimes it's Facebook groups, although not so much because I mostly um, forget about Facebook, uh, but other online forums and such. And a lot of people will say, I have this concern. Do I have ADHD? And I will say, well, you might. <laughs> um, and I say, uh, you know, it's irresponsible for someone on the Internet to diagnose you. Uh, but... Point being, going back to what I was saying, is that, you know, a trait doesn't necessarily mean it's ADHD, even if you have ADHD. So me struggling, my imposter syndrome, my anxiety, maybe it's my ADHD. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Some ADHD traits are just human nature. Like, for example, having an easier time focusing on tasks that interest you versus tasks that bore you or challenge you. Or, you know, I'm sure I can come up with other examples, but that's the first one that came to my mind. Um, just because you have a certain trait doesn't mean it's ADHD, or maybe you have ADHD and certain traits, but they're not, one isn't necessarily causing the other. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I mean, overall, my mental health has been better, and I know that even if I have the occasional day where it's not optimum, it doesn't necessarily mean it's gotten worse. It just, it's just life, you know? And that's okay. Um, and there will always be challenges. And that's okay. Um, another thing that occurred to me earlier is in terms of the imposter syndrome and the gremlins coming back. Um, you know, I believe that sometimes when you quote unquote get better, um, there's a part of your psyche that resists it. And sometimes you get worse before you get better or Actually, no, let me rephrase that. Um, you make gains, let's say, and then you feel like you're sliding again. And I think it's just sometimes that part of you that is resistant to it. And I think that rather than resisting the resistance and fighting it, um, it's best to get curious about it, accept it. Um, and not accept it in like, a sad sort of way and more like okay this is here okay it's just a part of 
life. You know, it's just a part of how things are going. Um, you accept it in that way, like more on a neutral, neutral way. You know, maybe befriend it, bank it, say, hey, okay, resistance. Okay, uh, gremlin, imposter syndrome, whatever, lurking in the corner. Thank you. I appreciate you're there, that you are there, but I don't need you. And, you know, I'll see you later, basically. Uh, so there's that. Uh, sorry, I just burped and I hope the microphone didn't pick it up. And if it did, it did. That's just life again. Um, what else do I want to talk about? I recently put up a post on Instagram about ADHD and suicide. Um, and actually, I think I'd actually, I think it was a repost actually that I'd um, done before. And I'm actually going to reference it right now because I had some stats attached to it. So here are the stats that I've read in this Insta- put in this Instagram uh, post. I'm just going to read the post. Uh, I said on my Instagram account, Andrea Tool Coach, uh, ADHD is a neurological condition, which means brain health and mental health. And I always say that brain health, mental health is brain health. I mean, it's where your ne- neurotransmitters are in your brain. Uh, it's all related. Um, so, and I'm going back to reading this. Uh, here are a few facts that I pulled to share. One, a study of nearly 22,000 Canadian adults found that 14% of those with ADHD had attempted suicide. 14% of nearly 22,000 Canadian adults with ADHD had attempted suicide. This is roughly five times the rate of adults without ADHD. One reason for the higher number is higher rates for depression and anxiety disorders among people with ADHD. And did I mention anxiety? I did mention anxiety earlier. Yes. Um, at the beginning of this podcast. Um, yeah. And I'm quite familiar with depression. I'm quite familiar with suicide ideation. So when I read uh, about ADHD and um, suicide, it was just, ah, okay, that makes sense. Um So another point that I noted or that I shared, uh, youth with ADHD are at an increased risk of developing depression and anxiety symptoms, symptoms during adolescent years, which may increase the likelihood of having suicidal thoughts, suicidal behaviors, and self-harm. Third point, uh, one in four women with ADHD have attempted suicide. That's one in four. Um, and then fourth point, among men with ADHD, 8.5 said that they had never attempted suicide, um, or that had, sorry, let me say that again, because that was completely wrong. Among men with ADHD, 8.5 said that they had ever attempted suicide versus 2% of men without ADHD. And again, you can go to my, um... My Instagram account, Andrea Tool Coach, uh, and read that for yourself. I'll put that in the description below. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, I was also thinking about um, today on the run, another point, and I can't remember if I've made this in a point in a previous podcast. Um, you know, I used to say that if you think you have ADHD, you think you have ADHD, and um, like, and sorry, if you think you have ADHD, you likely do, and you don't really need a diagnosis. And I have changed my mind in recent years 
um, to acknowledge that a diagnosis is useful. Um, and the reason it's useful is one, uh, getting diagnosed rules out any physical condition or any other uh, neurological condition. Or, you know, you might get diagnosed with ADHD and other symptoms such as depression, anxiety. Um, I don't know, it could be a lot of different things. Um, two, you can get properly treated. And so I mean, you can't get ADHD meds without a proper diagnosis. Or again, part of the ruling out is, you know, maybe it's not ADHD you need to treat you need treating for maybe it's something else. Um, and maybe what you think are ADHD symptoms are really something else. Um, and a third point is just peace of mind. People like to know, um, just people like to know. Um, but going back to ADHD traits, um, what I didn't say earlier, and actually the good thing about jumping around here is I don't feel so bad about forgetting to say something and then going back because we're just chatting here. Um, yeah, going back to that. Oh, and I just completely lost my train of thought again. Um, I did have it. Right, labels. Um, yeah, no, labels can be good or labels can be bad. I mean, people want labels to make sense of the world. But labels also aren't always necessary. And I think you really need to figure out what your goal is. So do you want that diagnosis because you need the label, again, peace of mind? Um, or do you really care? And I think when people go on forums, like I mentioned earlier, and asking about ADHD symptoms, they're looking for some kind of psychological relief. Like they want to feel better knowing that it's something. You know, they're not just... Um, I don't know. I almost said crazy and I know that's not the right word to use, but I kind of want to use it anyway because it's, you know, just a colloquial, colloquial way of speaking. Um, yeah, I mean, people need reassurance. There's a good way of putting it. Um, it, knowing that what they're feeling is something like people want that want validation. And I think that's what it comes down to when you say, Oh, I have this, this trait, this characteristic, is it ADHD? Well, again, it might be, it might not be. Um, but I can certainly understand that it might be reassuring to know either way. And that's where a diagnosis could come in handy. Um, what else? I don't know. Um, that's kind of all I've got right now. Um, yeah, I was actually considering sa saving ADD ADHD and suicide for a whole other podcast, but there wasn't really much to say about that. Um, I'm going to actually go through my, look at my podcast topics list here and see if there's anything I want to chat about that can go into this one. I don't really see anything I want to talk about other than that. Um, yeah, I did say at the start that I just came back from a run and I felt like I really needed it, um, because of my mental health, um, which I discussed and you know what, maybe one of the reasons my mental health has been better is because I've been exercising, um, I've been running and doing HIIT workouts, although not as much in the last month or two. Um, well, yes, I know. Anyway, it comes and goes. Um, but yeah, sometimes you just... 
need that exercise to just get the dopamine rush. And I feel like it just kind of flushes out the gunk, the psychological gunk, any physical gunk. Uh, it, getting your sweat on is just like so beneficial in so many ways. And when I set out today, I thought, yeah, I'll go around about 5K and I don't need to go fast. I don't need to get the heart rate up too much. I'll just like, even if I mostly walk, you know, I just want to be out there. I just want to be moving. You know, my RunKeeper app says, told me that it was like my 16th fastest or something. And I'm like, yep, that tracks. I'm totally cool with that. I did my 5K. I got out there and I felt good. And that's what it's really all about. Like, it's not about unless you're doing a race. I mean, it's just it's about how you feel and rather than the how fast you go or distance rather. Um, I mean, overall, it's how you feel regardless. Uh, but yeah, you can like go slow and just let yourself feel good. You could just go at a good pace. At one point I was just like, okay, I just want to feel my feet hit the ground. I just want to be mindful of how I feel, mindful of my posture, um, note what's around me. And I don't have to go fast, but I want to move and I want to go at a rhythmic pace. At one point I was listening to a song and I was going at a rhythmic pace. Um, my Spotify playlist today was pretty, uh, pretty awesome. It was just like one of those daily mixes with like, it had like some Pink Floyd on it, started with Run Like Hell. That was unintended, but it worked. Um, yeah, I had some good stuff in there. Had some Grateful Dead trucking. Again, good for running. <laughs> a few other, you know, like a little other, yeah, some stuff that kept me moving, so... Always nice to get some good music on, get some good tunes and move your body. And if you're not into running, then, you know, find something else. Um, actually, the my six pillar system primed, which is kind of where I apply, where prime for ADHD is kind of a play on that. Um, the P is physical, like getting physical exercise. And, you know, maybe it's running, maybe it's yoga, maybe it's both, maybe it's boxing, uh, maybe it's jumping rope. Maybe it's, I don't know, any of the above. Maybe it could be walking. It could, anything that moves your body is physical, right? And I always say, do what makes you feel good. I'm not going to tell you to do something that you would never do. Uh, but I do want you moving. And that's what I tell my clients. You know, find an activity and do it. You know, maybe you play tennis with a friend or racquetball or any type of racket sports. I don't know. Or maybe... You know, you chase a child around. I don't know. Whatever the activity is that you enjoy, that's what you should be doing. Uh, so I've been rambling on for about 20 minutes now. I feel like <laughs> I feel like saying, hey, got any questions? But it's not like this is live. Um, yeah, so. Anyway, I think I will end it here. And just call this the episode in which I shoot the shit for 20 minutes and just talk about lots of things. Um, and yeah, just I'll add my intro and my music to this and make it a nice little 25-minute episode or so. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you're having a great day, evening, wherever you are, and tune in again. And as always, I've got you.